Hello, everyone, and welcome to That's a Dumb Rule Podcast. I'm Ben. And I'm Greg. Greg, today we're talking about one of our favorite conversations to have, both on mic and off, divisions in sports, which is the conferences and dividing of teams in Major League Athletic Sports. And in this uh, episode, we're just going to cover your favorite sport, baseball. We've done basketball and football, and now it's finally time to move on to really the grand poobah of all of them, (laughs) which is MLB, which is scattered all over the U.S. It's all over. All right. Well, where do you want to start with this? Well, let me start with the idea that MLB wants to add more teams. They want to expand. And the two cities that are being discussed are Montreal. Mm. And for those of you who don't know this, the, the Washington Nationals used to be in Montreal. I did not know that. Yeah. So they want MLB wants to put a team back in Montreal, and then they also want to put one in Portland, Oregon. So Interesting. That's I mean they they want to expand a lot of places, but those are kind of the two cities that are at the top of the list now. Now gotcha. they haven't expanded yet; they haven't announced anything. But let's just assume for a minute that they, those two cities will get uh, teams, right? Mm-hmm. So the big question that always comes up when you do a uh, realignment of divisions and conferences in sports is what makes the most sense geographically yes but you have to balance that with rivalries right you're never going to not have the yankees and red sox in the same division you just would never do that now they're yeah. very close to each other so that makes sense yeah but you also have to keep in mind that a team that has to travel twice as much as any other team because they happen to be in this other division it's not really fair to that team mm-hmm. right they they log a lot more miles. They're crossing a lot more time zones. It, it does. It's not fair, right? Yeah. So the map I'm looking at right now is essentially a proposed uh, realignment, and this realignment actually combines some teams from the National and American League. So Which is kind of nice now that the rules are virtually the same across the board. It wasn't rule, always like that. That's right. Yeah, the National League used to play under different rules than the American League. Now they all play under the same rules, which is great. So now it's easier to say, you know what, this team in this city, even though they're a National League team, we're going to put them in the American League for whatever reason. So the map I'm looking at now, and I'll just kind of start here with some of the obvious teams. Yeah. Um, in the in the uh, Northeast, you have um, Yankees and Red Sox. Obviously, they need to stay together. Mm-hmm. You have the Orioles, which are basically just down the street from from new york and boston for the most part Mm -hmm. and then you have toronto so those four teams are already in the in the al east gotcha so you're basically just taking the the tampa bay rays out of the equation so those two those four teams stay together i think that's fine Mm -hmm. um geographically again they're more or less in the same part of the country not a lot of travel uh now the, the um the next division i want to talk about would be the National League uh, East, I guess it would be. So this one is a little tough because if you're adding a team to Montreal, then you have a team in Montreal, you have the New York Mets, you have the Phillies in Philadelphia, and then, of course, you have the the Washington Nationals. So, again, that spreads out a little bit more, but it's still in the northeast part of the country. Perfect. Yeah. It's right? easy to pick out, too. It's a straight line from right. north to south. North to south, everyone's everyone's in that part of the country. Now, where things get a little weird is when you get to the middle of the country. Because <laughs> this map is is pretty good. I'm not going to lie, yeah. but man, it does make you think, my Lord, we do have a lot of baseball. We do have a lot of baseball. Um, but the two 
generally speaking, the team that always gets the short, well, there's two cities that always get the short end of the stick. Number one is Colorado, because mm-hmm. there's really nothing near Colorado. The closest city you have in baseball anyway would be Kansas City, yeah. which, I mean, it's not that far, but it's still not right next door like you would have with the New York and Boston. And the other team is Seattle. Seattle is always getting the short end <laughs> because they are just so far away from everyone else. And yeah. you can't really do anything about it. So in this proposal here, we have Colorado and Kansas City and Texas and the two teams in Texas, Texas Rangers and the Houston Astros. So those four teams become their own division. Got it. So they're kind of in the, I guess, the central part of the country in the south. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, then the where things get a little interesting is in California. Now, yeah. California has five teams. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> you have the A's, the Giants, the Dodgers, the Angels, and the Padres. So you can't have all five in the same division because it wouldn't be balanced. You have to have four teams per division. So in this case, they're putting the Giants, the Dodgers, which those two teams, I mean, if you're talking about Yankees, Red Sox, you can also talk about Giants, Dodgers, right? Yes. Yes. You have the Giants, the Dodgers, the Padres, and the the Diamondbacks, actually, from Arizona. That's how things sit today. Now, in that division today, they also have Colorado. Colorado basically moves out to their own division. Mm-hmm. And then in the American League, you have the Angels in L.A. You have the uh, A's in Oakland. Now, there's a lot of discussion about Oakland moving to Las Vegas, but yes. that would still work here. Yes. Then you have Seattle and Portland. So... As a whole, I think that this realignment that we just went, and I didn't cover all the teams, but I covered kind of the, the ones that needed discussion. I think these are all, this all makes sense. Yeah, from from a glance, it definitely does. All the rivalries, for the most part, are maintained. And it divides up certain cities. And I, I talk about this with you all the time, and this is me being a, a giant nerd about things. Mm-hmm. I love it when divisions divide teams that share cities. Mm-hmm right between east and west or, or north and south. So like L.A. has two teams. It has the Dodgers and the Angels. Mm-hmm. Love that they're in different conferences. I think that's great for the city and great for both teams. Why do you say that? Because it allows the one city to have two different markets, and it mm-hmm. makes the times when they meet all the more prone to True. rivalry building. Right, The Clippers and the Lakers don't really have a rivalry because they play each other all the time. Right. But if you only play it once or twice a year, now you got something. Now you got something to stand up for. So I love it, and it's really good for fans because think of if you're sitting in Chicago, for example, right. and you have the Cubs and the Sox, you get both of those games on your TV, right? Right. But if they're in different conferences and they're playing three other teams six times a year, well, all of a sudden, the amount of games that you would have had if they were in the same conference together doubles, if That's not triples. True. That's true. So it gives more baseball to the city. And it gives you more access and firm grasp over the major cities that you want. It doubles the baseball, doubles the doubles the opportunity for you to see stars, so there's, which is great for a city. Right. So there's three there's there's three metro areas or cities that have two teams. Yeah. L. A. That you mentioned, Chicago, mm-hmm. Chicago, and New York. Perfect. Okay. You got the Mets and the Yankees. All of them have one team in the National League, one team in the American League. You're in favor of keeping that. Yes, I love that. Um, there are some times where you might rearrange that just because some rivalries. Like, I'm in the minority, I think, on this. The Sox and the Yankees weren't a rivalry to me until the Sox won. Uh, right? Yeah. Which, I, yeah. And yeah. now it is. Yeah. yeah. So, for me, there's stuff like that that comes into it. But I do like it when you split cities up a bit. New York, the Mets, the Yankees. The Mets are really, you know, 
that's the young person's team. At right. least when I'm talking with my baseball fans, right? You yeah. don't want to be the Yankee lover. You right. want to be the, the Met guy. Yeah. So I like having a city that you can say, hey, New York is a, cr- a critical part of our baseball fandom. Mm-hmm. Not just because of the Yankees, but because they also have an upcoming team. Make sure we get as many different baseball headliners coming through that town as we possibly can. Because we have those two teams, that means twice the amount of views right. that we can offer. Versus if it's one city, and or excuse me, versus if you have two teams in the same city, well, that just means, hey, the Red Sox are going to play the Yankees, and then next week, the Mets are going to play the Red Sox. Yeah. Who's going to the Mets game? Right. They already saw them at the Yankees. Right. right. So it's doubling down on these are our main sources of not just income, but eyes. And you need to maintain those three cities to keep all of the conferences interested. That, that's a great point. And I, I would say it's it's a fair statement to say that when you have these three cities with two teams, you're never going to have some up. You're never going to meet somebody who's a fan of both teams. Exactly. Either you're a Cubs fan or you're a White yeah. Sox fan. And to go back at you, you're never going to meet one that doesn't know how the other team is doing, right? right. You're going to be like, I'm a Cubs fan. <laughs> Screw the Sox, yes. right? Or I'm a yes. Sox fan. I'm not interested in how the Cubs are doing. But I still know their record. Because right. of course you do, right? you do, yes. And there's yes. general interest, whether it be pro or anti the team, within your own city if you have two of them. It just diversifies your actual like viewing portfolio, right? right. To to kind right. of go into the business language of it all. So I like this map. I think it makes sense. Yes. It has four teams in each division, which I think is a good number. You don't mm-hmm. want to have three. You don't want to have five. Yeah. But let me throw a totally different approach at you here. Yeah. Please. So here's another take. So this is um this is a, a proposal that puts five teams in each division. Oh. Okay. okay. So MLB has 30 teams. So there would be six divisions of five teams each. Okay. But this one goes completely against what you just said. So right both, on. both New York teams are in the same division, Boston, Philly, and the Pirates, actually. That would be like one division, right? All up in the upper, in the northeast part of the country. Travel is pretty, pretty easy. But again, you combine the Mets and the Yankees. Is that good? Mm-hmm. You're bringing the Phillies over from the National League. And the Phillies and the Red Sox, they don't really have a history because they yeah. never play each other, right? Maybe you so. go off of Pittsburgh on there. Yeah. But yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Finish up your thought. Okay. I got plenty of them. Okay. <laughs> so that would be one division. The second division would be kind of a uh, uh, Midwest-type division. Well, more more in the uh, Michigan area. But you have Toronto, Detroit, Cleveland, Baltimore, and Washington. Now, of yeah. those five teams... The Washington Nationals are the only National League team that would, quote-unquote, come over to the American League. So Got it. this one, again, they're all grouped together in the same part of the country. I think Cleveland and Detroit makes total sense. Yes, love um, that pairing. Baltimore, Washington, I mean, they're literally right next door to each other. That, But again, that's kind of putting two teams from the same geographical area in the same division. Yeah. Which you're not a fan of. No, and I can't sit on it anymore. It also makes their <laughs> meetings less special. Right. When you go, right. okay. These two teams, they're serious rivals. We can't have eight times a year where Duke's playing North Carolina. It right. just doesn't make it. Well, it doesn't. It loses the grandeur. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Let me just go through yeah, my yeah, list here. Please finish your pitch. Okay. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm doing okay. Okay, division I'm not number three. Lose it. Division number three is a completely Midwest division. You got the Twins. You got the Brewers. 
Cubs and White Sox, and then the Cincinnati Reds. Gotcha. Um, I don't think the Twins have played the Reds more than three times in the last 150 years. But yeah, I never see them. Like that, this no. one I'm actually kind of interested in because yeah. we don't we kind of play the Brewers here and there, but it's yeah. not common. Right. Um, Cincinnati. It's a great ballpark. It's a fun city to be a baseball yeah. fan in. Oh, yeah. And then White Sox and Cubs, like, Chicago is still a very true baseball yeah. city. Right. So I guess you could theoretically make it work with the, the social side of it. But, I mean, that's still, like, I, I like splitting them up a little bit. But I do love my Reds. They're, they're yeah. great. <laughs> Cincinnati's always good to me. Okay, here's division number four. This one is the most spread out, I think. So you have Kansas City and St. Louis, both mm-hmm. in Missouri. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. You have Atlanta and then the two teams in Florida, Tampa and Miami. Yeah. So, you know, going from Kansas City to Miami, that's a stretch. That's, yeah. that's a long way. But, again, this is one of those things where you, you just don't, don't have a choice. But, um, again, this is combining some American League teams and National League teams into the same division. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously the the Cardinal. I mean, to me, like Cardinals and Cubs, huge rivalry. Yes. Why would you split them up? But yeah, this is one of those proposals. Right? And to throw one back at you, the Marlins and Tampa Bay. Marlins struggle with attendance. Tampa, really good baseball team. Yeah. Like, are you yeah. balancing it out, or does yeah. that hurt one over the other? Like, it's a weird pairing. To all mm. of a sudden now, Tampa Bay sells the exact same experience that. The Marlins do. Right. So who's going to get more business? Well, the better baseball team is, and it's probably going to hurt the other one. True, true. Uh, moving on to the, the fifth division, five of six here. Um, this one, again, a lot of traveling here. So uh, as I mentioned before, Colorado <laughs> always gets always gets the short end of the stick, right? They're the ones who have to travel the most usually, unless yeah. Seattle's in the league. So we have San Diego, Arizona. That makes sense. Colorado, and then the two teams from Texas, Texas and Houston. So, mm-hmm. you know, again, Generally speaking, it's kind of the southwest part of the country. Makes sense. This is probably the best you can do. But you're also combining National American League teams. There's no rivalry between between the Padres and the Rangers. There just isn't. Yeah. Right? It it just hit me now as we come into the final one here, too. You're kind of relying on the college layout of maybe just by being near each other, maybe these games will become something. And maybe. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. I, I mean, college does this, but... Even college is going away from this, right? In their expansions now, maybe you know this could work, but maybe that year's passed. Yeah. And then the final division to wrap it up here, of course, you have the West Coast teams, right? Seattle, Oakland, the Dodgers, the Angels, and the Giants. It feels like this whole layout was made for this conference. It <laughs> yeah. really does because it, it really would be is. exciting. It would be exciting. I mean, obviously the Dodgers and Giants got to keep them together. Yeah. Um, Angels and Athletics. Yeah, there's a little bit of a rivalry there, but then and then poor Seattle. I mean, they're up in the upper north, uh, northwest corner of this of the country, and no matter what they're no matter what sports team Seattle has, they're always going to be on long flights so yeah that's just the way it goes so i don't don't know if i i mean this is this really shakes it up i don't know if i like it but it's just another take that somebody had well i feel like i've shown my hand a lot so i'll try to go (laughs) the other way i I do think that it's it's worth bringing up yeah because one of the big things that baseball struggle with is consistent attendance Mm -hmm. and maybe if you're playing the team your cousin the city your cousin grew up in maybe yeah. that's something right right when the brewers come to town i'm interested when the detroit tigers come to town i'm interested right, right? and maybe that next door neighbor thing will work because it does in college but college carries a different weight because they play each other so little in football right and in basketball right. they're not playing as many games 
So what do you do when the Mets and the Yankees square off for the eighth time that year? Yeah, that's true. And that's that's just the hard part for me coming from, and some people are going to groan, but like the young person's perspective of the groups that not so interested in watching baseball. Mm -hmm. I'm not interested in watching eight games, nine games, 10, 12 games a year where I'm seeing the same teams at the same venues all the time. I want to see the new names. If I hear about Shohei Otani and I'm a New York Met fan, like I want to see him as often as I can. I should use a better example. But let me say like the Diamondbacks are playing with the Rockies, right? Mm-hmm. And I hear about this kid um, over with the Padres, and he's out of my conference. He's only coming once. Right. I guarantee you that game's going to be a better attendance than all the Rockies games that we're going to get. True. Right? You're going to get a yeah. more consistent turnout yep. because there's a name and there's value to playing some folks less. And then you're going to see teams that are traveling closer. I guess I'm kind of talking my way in. Maybe it's it saves you a lot of time and effort in planning it, but it makes a lot of your games really dangerously unvalued right? because you're not getting a variety in cities that are sharing markets. Yes, and I I, I originally was in favor of this, but I think you've turned, turned me to the other side. <laughs> I'm sorry. I turned well, you to the dark side dark here. You're side. thinking about TV yeah. now with me. Well, the thing is, like, I think you're right. I think if two teams play each other a lot – um, yes, there can be a good rivalry there, but if they only like if the Yankees and Red Sox only play, you know, wow, that's a bad example. Well, no, that's not a bad example. If they play twenty times a year, it's like, well, okay, yeah. they're playing again, you know? Yeah, yeah, and you lose that edge. I, I will say this happened in soccer where they were going to do this thing called the Super League, and this happened, I believe, two years ago, and soccer fans were not in favor, really, because it was like the top sixteen teams you had to buy your way in. That was the key. Mm-hmm. And once you bought your way in, you were in that league permanently. Now, soccer is a game where if you move to the bottom and you finish last, second last, you get this thing called relegation, which means you go down a league. So it's like in the NBA. Oh, okay. If you finished last or the second to last, you go to the G League. And the top two teams in the G League go up to the NBA, ah. right? So this was a way to stop competition and say, well, actually, we're just going to make money in the Super League and you can't mess with us at all. Well, it messes with the the fun of the game. I don't want to see the big top dogs face off every single week. Right. I want it to be special. You're right. Right? If El Clasico's every week, it's not El Clasico. It's right. El Common, right? So, <laughs> right. and that's a terrible joke. Oh my god. But it, yeah. there is something to that in in my soccer fandom that I see happening to baseball because baseball's a sport like soccer of history and right. legacy and rivalry. And if you play each other all these mo- like all these times, it loses that value because there's more of it out there. Right. It's, so it's watered down. And I yeah. agree. It's like even the NFL, who's I mean, I don't want to say they're the gold standard, but you play every team in your division twice. If the Vikings yes. played the Packers five times, it would be like, okay, well, we'll just beat them next time, right? <laughs> yeah. And you might have a really bad Vikings team that catches the Packers on a down week right. where they're like, we're going to rest everybody, and all of a sudden. Well, does that game count? Like, yeah. it hurts the rivalry right. in a win. Yes. And yes. you never want that with your product, Agreed. especially at the pinnacle of it all, where yeah. it's rivalries. Yeah. Do you think the NBA has a lot of... Um... I think the NBA is a terrible example. Okay, I was going to say, do they yeah. have good... I mean, Not I know you have, like, Detroit, Boston, and Lakers, yeah. Celtics, but is, is the there thing, anything else, really? I mean, the history in the NBA didn't carry over the way baseball does so well. Like, the players understand the history of their franchises, right? Right. But in the NBA, 
Kate Cunningham doesn't care about what Jason Tatum's doing. You know, right. a, a, a Piston versus a Celtic. Like, yeah. they don't have connection to Bird and, and Isaiah. They really okay. don't, right? And even the Lakers in Boston, like, I turned that game on, and they didn't really seem to buy in. There are some rivalries, but they're short-term. You know, the big conversation mm-hmm. right now is Grizzlies-Warriors because those two teams just don't like each other, right? right? right. Or I'm trying to think of another good one here. Um, well, basically Grizzlies versus anybody, I yeah. guess. <laughs> so I well, what was the big one that I thought? Warriors versus Cavs was always a really good one back in 2016, 15, yeah. 14. They pop up sporadically. Um, Knicks. He, Knicks uh, Pacers? Knicks Pacers was an old one. The new one okay. is Knicks versus the Hawks because ah. New York loves to hate Trey Young. Right, right. But these are moments, and yeah. they don't get to extend, and that's what baseball does so well Do is think, they extend. Right. Do you think basketball could get there? Like back I in, hope. Like we had, you know, yeah, Celtics, years ago. Lakers, and it Bird was Magic. A thing. Yeah, you're yeah. right. It was a thing, and maybe we can get back there. But, I mean, I think hockey does a really good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I would say soccer will do a pretty good job because those are the games you get up for. But the best ones are over the ocean. You know, we just aren't there for them. Um, Football, I think, is one of the premier that does it really well. Alabama versus anybody. Like, I remember that Tennessee game last year. That was awesome. It's a rivalry game. It's Tennessee. It's Alabama. Old Miss, Tennessee, the Peyton Manning game, yes, right? Yes. Like these are real moments where history is Michigan, pulled Michigan, forward. Or Michigan, Ohio State, yes. right? I mean, that can, made the yeah, year. Yeah. It makes the year. Yeah. If you don't win the ben, uh, Big Ten title, sorry, <laughs> you're not going to have the year. Like, and that's what I love about college football, not to get off on a tangent, yeah. but every game is huge. And I, I love that where other leagues, especially the NBA, it's like, okay, yeah. you can kind of coast through the first 40 games and yeah. then actually, but it's like in college, like week one could be your season. And yeah. That, that's what's great about it. I love so, that too. Yeah. And it's just an impossibility with professional sports because you need to put so much out there. Right. But how do you limit a product enough that you make the big moments interesting? Right. And I guess the NBA has decided, like, well, do we go back to five round or five game um, mm-hmm. series? Yeah, you know, to make sure all those games are matter, yeah. uh, all those games matter. Right. Um, this play-in tournament's kind of interesting, so we can create some sort of kindling for next year if those two teams get better. It's tough, and yeah. baseball. Thankfully, the players seem to understand the history. Yeah. But there's not that as much animosity guys are nice now you know and, and that yeah and that's that's a whole nother thing for another day but yeah. yeah you're right it's like the guys you know yucking it up on the field before the yeah. game you don't do that no <laughs> i want you to spit in their direction yeah, <laughs> yeah flip them off when you're going yeah, back to the yeah, dugout. yeah. I'll, I'll let it go no fine no fine <laughs> Yeah, Maybe right. we should co-commissioner together and we'll be there like, we go. make all middle fingers legal during commercial breaks. <laughs> no, but I think this is, I understand why this would be really intri- uh, intriguing to some diehard fans that are like, oh, I live for the Yankees-Mets game or the Yankees-Red Sox game. Right. Or just to get more like folks like myself, guys that aren't watching baseball as much, hey, Yankees, Red Sox, tonight on ESPN, mm-hmm. come watch. Yeah. And you could throw that out there a couple times, but... You can only throw the same bait to the fish so many times before right. they stop going for it. Exactly. And yeah. I think that this, unfortunately, is one of those that will be prone to it. As it was shut down in Europe with soccer, and uh, as we've seen it shut down in other places too. But I love the first divisional alignment. I think that was really strong. Yeah. I, I think that's one of the best ones we've seen. Mm-hmm. Just period. Too. Between NBA, NFL, I think this is actually 
close really close to perfection this makes a lot of sense yeah well any parting thoughts i know we kind of went all over the board but that's why we love doing these (laughs) no i think that's it awesome well uh i was just gonna say one more thought i lost it but that's probably a good sign to know that it's the end um well thank you guys so much for listening if you want other content or listen to past podcasts visit our website at that's a dumb rule.com otherwise tune in next time for another dumb rule